But saying that out loud is, is a saying it out loud, seeing it. I think I don't know if you said this back in the day, but like it's like you got to say it, you got to see it, you got to read it, you got to hear it. like using all, all of your senses. senses you mm-hmm. have to you have to do that because otherwise. Can you smell it? Ain't that a sense? Yeah. yeah I don't know how you smell it. OK. <laughs> but, you said all the senses. I was just wondering. Just uh, four, four to five senses. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. This is our first podcast in 2021. This is Tribes to Tribe podcast. Um, coming from our tribe to yours. I am joined, as always, by two of the most amazing people in the world. Uh, PD Pastor Dawn. I like when he does the intro. <laughs> and Mr. Dwight Hudson. How you guys doing today? Hey, I'm doing good. Yeah, doing it's good. a beautiful day outside. We got some white, fluffy snow coming down. I wish we, I wish we could just pull this back and just say. <laughs> so, so for those that are watching in like non Michigan, can say, "Oh, that's not lovely at all." Oh, so that's what snow is. <laughs> yeah, oh. right. uh-huh. yeah, because we got a lot of it. We got this dumped on last night. It wasn't well when I went to bed. I didn't see that much. No, but when it, I got it, up to leave, I was like. It looked like Christmas. There was a, it was a snowstorm. I looked at the weather last night that spanned three states. It was like Nebraska, Iowa, and Indiana. I think the snow, I was like, oh, yeah, it's coming. Here it's it coming comes. <laughs> but we really can't complain because we've, this is January, third week of January, yeah. and we have really done well. We had a white Christmas, and then otherwise it's been really mild. That's so true. we're thankful for that. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. like, God have mercy after <laughs> everything else this year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would have been terrible to have an awful winter yep. on top of everything that we did. But you know, with. here's what's crazy too, because today the kids had a snow day. Yeah, this is crazy. You got a, a snow day. That is so not fair. You the do kids. school at home. <laughs> How are you having a snow day? And the teachers is at home. It ain't like they got to go to school to do the virtual school. They're at home too. They're so at home. What did the internet go down or uh, something? I like, want a snow day. Listen, I want a snow, a virtual snow day or whatever. <laughs> A snow virtual remote learning snow class. Snow week. Day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I didn't understand that. That was kind I, of funny. I, 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 but so, well, you know, speaking of not understanding and not having clarity, maybe you didn't say that word, but that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes. Vision, yes, clarity. Yes. Yeah. I mean, usually I know I start the year with doing vision boards. I know a lot of people do yep, vision do boards. Too. We did one here with the staff that it turned out amazing, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, just. Vision is important. You know, for me, vision at the beginning of the year helps put the rest of my year in perspective. So, you know, what what is vision to you two and, and how do you do you have a like a tradition that you do when it comes to establishing the vision for your life? Like, how yeah. do you go about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, for the year for me, it's weird. Not weird, but like every every year at the beginning of the year, the actually the morning of. January 1st, I get either a word or a phrase or a scripture or something that's like, okay, this is going this is going to be your focus for the year. I don't know what that means. I don't know what I got to do to make that happen. Um, last year, the word was adjust. So what I did, so some of the things that I knew, I was going to get I was going to get married next year. So I said, okay, it's going to be about about the marriage. It was 2020. No, it was about everything. everything. And I was like, okay, Lord, well, I, <laughs> at, at least you prepared me for adjustment. You prepared me for that that word. Um, this year, the word is just foundation. Um, it's, it's God really, he's challenging me to 
question every foundation in my life. So in my job, in my personal life, like really begin to develop the foundation so that I can understand the fruit that I'm seeing. Where is it coming from? So I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like, but it's really going to be shaking the foundations. And I'm okay with that um, because I know whenever he gives a word that he's going to provide for me to get through that. So this year, my vision is, it's, it's my vision word I use is really focused on looking at the foundation of everything. So that, so vision impacts impacts every place in my life. So when I begin to look at things, I have to look at how am I going to question the foundation about what's going on in my life. So that's what vision is for me. And I think Ron was just in there and he said, vision is what's on God's heart being painted into your heart. And I was like, that sounds about right oh, to me. Good. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that sounds about right like to me, brother. Yeah, he so, said it and he just walked yeah, yeah. out. I was like, that's kind of deep. Yeah. You got to come yeah. and talk about that. Yes. I like that. Well, yeah, that vision is part of my calling on my life, helping people find and discover and identify the vision that they have for their life that is God's vision. I talk about God put your dream for my life in my heart. And so whether it's his painting, it's his dream, it's his plan, it's his script, it's his narrative for my life. So the creator decides, but the creation, you and me, we have to discover what he's decided will be for our life. So vision's super important. I do have a tradition I start every year. I give the first two weeks of every year to this vision process where I seek the Lord. I have a series of questions that I ask myself. I reflect on the year before. What did I love? What did I hate? What, where did I find passion? What do I want more of? What did, what did I just despise? And it really helps you know your sweet spot and what you're good at and where you should be. Where is my heart gravitating towards? And then I'm like you. I mean, I do put quarter goals together. I'm, I'm real strong in all of this area for my life. I love doing it. But I don't do New Year's resolutions. I think by February, they're usually shot for mm-hmm. most of us. I do like the word for the year. And that's a process of kind of tuning in and listening. What? Do, how do you get your word? You just floats down every morning? Or I have a process. <laughs> no, I, I, for me, it feels like that. Like So like the literally December 31st, so a tradition of me, Allison, have now started is we get Chinese food on New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. So we, so we, I was literally driving. So to it's go- a fortune cookie. That's your word. <laughs> <laughs> you crackle. That's where it comes That's from. It. Yeah. No. No. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> no. So we we, literally, we we go get Chinese food, and uh, I was on my way uh, Gaslight Kitchen. Shout out. I hope we can get some. Give us send some some of some of your uh, dumplings over this way. Um, but Gaslight Kitchen over in East Town, uh, East Grand Rapids. I go. We, we went there, and um, on my way there, God just began was just. I was praying because I'm I'm you talk about discover. Like I know God has a vision. I know He has a. I know something there's for me. It's just a matter of me taking that time to seek God. What is it? And I just yes. my heart's just open towards the end of the year. Like, Lord, what did 2020 teach me? What did I learn? Like the same questions you ask. Yes. I may not write them down, but they're happening in my mind. Yeah. And then literally, um, it'll, I'll just be like, he'll just begin to speak to me. And I know speaking to God, God speaking to you is, a, is a, a subject. But for me, it just becomes a time of being quiet, a time of prayer, and God responds. Um, and so he, it was just like, hey, he just begins to ask me questions. He's just like, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing mm-hmm. this? And I was like, okay. He was just like, these are the questions I'm going to be asking you all year long. And because I, I want to know where your foundation is. And I was like. That's the word foundation. Wow. Yeah. Last year, last year was just like, hey, you know, um, you know, things are happening in your world, um, but things are going to be adjusted. It's going to be, it's not going to be the same. Everything because even last year, prior to me, I knew I was going to be married in August, 
Um, but what it realized was vision planning married versus vision planning single is different. And he was just like, that's the beginning of it. Your whole year is going to be filled of that kind of adjustment. And I was like, okay. So for me, I don't have a process. The process guy, see, this proves to you guys. You guys think I'm so like, da 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 da. No, I'm, I can be a little, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call those people? You're just a living gypsy. on the wild like, side. I, I'm just a gypsy just oh, wow. kind of flowing like that. Like that's, that's, that's what. A little um, tumbleweed yeah, over just, there, just, just flowing with God. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think th- this year was interesting. This is the first year I've ever gotten a word. And I was like, what? You know, this is not. This ain't how we operate, Lord. Yeah. Like you don't do that. And it was weird. I was, I was asleep, and I heard somebody call. Like this is the weirdest thing ever. Like call my name. I live by myself. Oh. Yeah. So there was a problem when I got up. I was like, <laughs> who's in here? Who said? Who was called me? And it was just growth. I mean balance. Sorry, Lord. It was balance oh. for this year oh, for me. That's good. Because last year was very overwhelming in a lot of different ways, and it threw me out of balance and stuff that's important to him for me. You know, I started mm-hmm. to lose sight of certain stuff. So this was the first year I ever got a word. And I was like, this is interesting. I thought that was just a church thing. You know, you walk in churches and they'd be like, <laughs> you got a word for prosper you. is yeah. the word for 2021. Yes. You know, what well, mine was, was balance. So we did a vision board at the beginning of the year. Me and Av did it together. First time we've ever done one like that, just to put what we want to stay focused on throughout the year in front of us. Mine is like, right. So I open my eyes, I see it. And, That's good. And balance is my ginormous word right in the middle of it so mm-hmm. that's the first time that happened to me so you know i feel like i'm y'all revving off all right <laughs> see hang with us long enough we're gonna get you saved here pretty soon <laughs> we walking down that path that's awesome yeah. well vision is so incredibly important and god speaks about it all the time and yeah. he his word clearly tells us that without a vision yep. people will perish and so it is that vision that pulls us. I'd rather be pulled by vision than pushed yeah. by circumstances. So vision is that thing that pulls you into your destiny. And it's really important. You know, God made us this way. Science is now catching up with what the Bible has told us all along. But people, our brain needs a target. It mm-hmm. needs to know where it's going. And the minute you write a vision down, you put it on paper, we know that you're 60% more likely to accomplish something. So you've got to get it out of your head. You've got to get it on paper. And then you need to declare it out loud with your mouth. You need to speak the Mm -hmm. direction that you're going, declare that thing. God says, I will watch over my word to perform it. He, He wants us to speak and declare his word over the vision that he gives us for our life. But then to add that picture to it, Your brain goes to work Mm -hmm. to make it accomplished. Your brain goes to work for you. It begins to open up your eyes to see the things and attract the things to you that have to do with your vision. Mm -hmm. Because God says, you know, I don't want to be working with the people who are ever seeing but never seeing. Mm -hmm. Ever hearing but never hearing. Mm -hmm. So that's what you have ears to hear now. Mm -hmm. You know that it's coming. You're listening. You now have ears to hear that God wants to speak to you. Was it Samuel in the Bible where, mm-hmm. you know, he said, speak, Lord, I'm listening. <laughs> yep. You know, it took him a while, too. He kept running to the prophet. Was it Eli? He kept running to him going, hey, yeah, you want me? You want me? Yeah, my mom told me that story when I told her what happened. Oh, yeah. like, ah. Look at you living out a Bible story. <laughs> and I was right. like, see, he loves me. The yeah. Lord does. <laughs> He's speaking to you. Yeah. And so I, that's and that's exciting. the thing. Like, when you, like you talk about like listening for it, because that's when 
typically you have like your vision and then you have your idea of what it's going to mean. Like, so in my mind, she's like, okay, what that means is you're going to shake up some foundations, then it'll be done. But like, you have to keep your eye open throughout the course of the year or whatever time span it is for God to show you. Because if you're not faithful over the little things, because foundation might be, okay, where are you going to get, like, what do you, what's your diet look like? Right? Like I, he could be shaking up. I might end up becoming vegan by the end of the year. I don't know. But like, but like, <laughs> but like he could be shaking that. But if I'm not, if I'm not listening, saying, Lord, show me where you're asking those questions at my life over the little things, then the big things like Pastor Don, you, you, pro, you preached about like the uh, BHAG, the big hairy audacious goal hair, You know what I'm talking yeah, about. The, yeah. The big, the big yeah. goals. Um, if, if you don't, if, if, if you're not faithful over the little ones, then the big ones won't, they, they won't come. You can have them in your mind, but if you're looking for that end result, but you got to look for the process and the steps along the way. So what balance looks like, what foundation looks like, what you didn't say your word, but whatever, whatever your word is or whatever your, your thing is. So I'm still trying to decide and discern what the word is. I have three right now that are contenders. So two years ago, my word was gratitude. Mm-hmm. And I just began to be thankful, 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 because I was in a place where I was experiencing, you know, it was just a tough season and I found myself complaining more than what I want to. And I'm like, man, I'm not doing well on this one. You know, I want to be positive. So I knew God gave me that word last year. My word was ask. And both of these things, both of these words, and there's many throughout the other years, but both of these words now become life principles. Mm -hmm. Now I don't just say, oh, I'm done with that word. I will continue to be grateful. And every day I give God thanks for something that, you know, I say three things that I'm grateful for. Last year, the word was ask and to continue to ask God. And I got real specific and started asking God things. And I was blown away by some of the answers that I got from God. And I'm like, Lord, you really, you wanted me to ask. You wanted me to be specific and down to the letter. Some things that I asked God for began to unfold in my life. So that's a principle now that I won't depart from gratitude, and asking God. And this year, um, the word, I don't know, I'm hearing trust mm. for sure. And we think, well, yeah, I who doesn't know that? But it, it, I believe that's the contender. You know, there's a couple others that let, have something to do with just, it kind of boils down to trust mm. and faith, like radical faith. So I'm asking God if I can have more than one word. <laughs> no, not really. You need one word. It's like a rudder. You know, it kind of it kind of helps set the course of yeah. your life for yeah. the year. Yeah. But beyond just the year, what about vision for your life? Like companies know they need it. Churches know they need it. A vision statement about what they're about. Mm-hmm. Do you have a vision statement about what you're about? I do actually. Oh, of course you do. It's probably funny a, you should ask that. Probably in a Google. I did not know that. It's, it's 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 in a note. Like so, th- th- this is one, and I, she doesn't mind us sharing it. It's just it's one of the ones because when we were preparing to get married, you know, people who are preparing to get married, like I, I said, this is what our family's going to be about. Yes. Like I, I legit wrote out, and this is this is ad hoc. I'm just going to. Yeah, um, we didn't plan that. Plan Good, but uh, but of course you have it. Of course, a, Dwight has it in a Google <laughs> note. It's in a or, yeah. No. It's on a spreadsheet. <laughs> You're getting, he's pulling it up. Um, okay. Well, while he, he looks at that, I know for me, you talked about that, that I don't remember exactly how you put it, but I, I processes it as for me, balance. I have to learn how to like that word balance is really a life mm-hmm. principle Yes. because yes. even focusing on for me, a vision or a goal, I can get obsessed with something and then I start okay. worrying and then I start that, that becomes an adverse 
effect of you know being out of balance then you're out of balance yeah so that taking those those words that we get and making them life principles is is that's really important and i'm glad mm-hmm. you talked about that because it's something that you should move forward with you shouldn't stop when i move forward i won't right. be be imbalanced anymore you know i'll exactly. focus on continuing to walk in a in a sense of balance whatever balance looks like like mm-hmm. you said whatever god has for me concerning balance that could be Stop talking as much as you talk, or it could be, you know, whatever balance. Listen as much as you talk, listen, talk. That's a balance. But that should be a a life principle. I think that's important for people to remember. Like, Mm -hmm. that's good. But you can go ahead and read your Google Sheet. Did you find it? I did. It's not a Google Sheet. Uh, So, when we talked about it, I was like, hey, vision statements are good. You got to have one for yourself, one for dealing with. So, it's more a married one, right? So, me and her have one that deals with us, one that deals with how we, Mm -hmm. our vision for others, then one is our vision spiritually. So, like, our spiritual vision statement is in every aspect of our life. We are rooted in the word, led by the spirit, and walking in faith. Like, that's. Come on, Pastor. That's our spiritual vision statement because that's that's how we're going to live. How we deal with others, we want to be a beacon of love, hope, and integrity for everyone to see no matter who or where they are. That's like the us one. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the others. Then the us is for us to be a safe place where we are loved and challenged to become the best version of ourselves. That's mm-hmm. like, like the, those are our, and that's, that's how we operate. So anything that we yeah. do, so with the, if we're going to have a conversation, that the goal of that conversation is to, to be the best version. If I'm challenging you, is I'm challenging you to be the best version of yourself. And that's the that's every lens, every conversation we have, we're going to be able to point back to that vision statement to say, is this making us the best version of ourselves? It's not, all right, then that means we probably shouldn't be having it. Or we need to figure out how we can turn it such that it aligns with our vision statement. Otherwise, we can veer off or go other places. You know. Well, yeah, and so how beautiful Pastor. is that, right? <laughs> that you have that, and it acts as guardrails for your life. Without mm-hmm. a vision, people cast off restraint Mm -hmm. is another version of that in other words i i just willy-nilly i can go anywhere i want i can do but vision acts as some guardrails or you know the bumper rails if you were here here's the pathway to your life and don't go this way and don't go that way stay on track Mm -hmm. and without that like we said earlier today if i don't have any goals if i don't have any visions any path will do Mm -hmm. any route will take me there if i aim at nothing i'll hit it yeah Right. And so um, but, you know, so with your vision, then I really believe that we should also have affirmations that speak about those things that we're putting on our vision board. Leaders tell us that we should speak them in the present tense as if it's happening right now. I reach my goals. I have balance in my life. And that those affirmations are important to go ahead and attach those to the vision so that, again, you're articulating it. You're not just thinking about it, but you've written it down. You've put it on paper. You have the pictures that are associated with it. So you've given your brain the target. Mm -hmm. And then you're speaking that into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And there's something about saying that it's present right now in my life that actually nudges us forward from those they show statistics for those that didn't speak them out loud. Do you have any thoughts about declaring your vision out loud? Do you do that, or is it just on your wall and that's it? Um, no, for me, uh, I'm I'm big on speaking things. Um, you know, the scripture says, "Speak those things that be not as as though they were." Mm-hmm. It's something that that's huge for me. So I speak my 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 vision daily. You know, with those affirmations, I have balance. You know, I'm walking in balance. You know, and you know, I, I am getting my weight down. I am exercising, mm-hmm. you know, and I 
have come to find out from me kind of what you said when I speak it in moments when I'm not it echoes so mm. if I've spoken it regularly when I go through Burger King drive through and I'm about to order something what's echoing in my head is I am losing weight so then you gotta look at the menu and say this probably ain't the best choice for me to eat yeah. you know so I know for me there I have is. to speak it because if I don't it's easy for me to lose track of it and it's also easy for me to get depressed because I'm looking at what I want to hit but I'm not hitting it right now mm-hmm. and that can become something that draws me back and then I become discouraged and I'm mm-hmm. like ah but if I'm telling myself every day putting it out there that you are this it's just easier for me to continue to walk along that path so yeah I speak it yeah no definitely and and Speaking out and speaking in the present tense is vital. Like to me, that that's the difference between December 30 and January 1st. Because December 30, you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm do gonna, this, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do this. It's just like, then January 1st, okay, I am doing this now, okay. And and just that little pivot of a word, you 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 want to lose weight the entire. December. I know for me, like I was, I had got up, I got up 10 pounds more than where I'm right now. I've lost 10 pounds in January, praise the Lord. But like it was like it was like I was eating sweets. But but at, during that time, what what I would say is. I am going to splurge out during the holiday seasons. I am going to eat what I want to eat. Yeah. So the affirmation I was giving myself was, I am going to do this. Throw off restraint. So I just do what I want to do. But then once uh, January 1st comes, like, okay, well, here's what I am doing now. But saying that out loud is, is a, saying it out loud, seeing it. I, I think, I don't know if you said this back in the day, but like, it's like, you got to say it, you got to see it, you got to read it, you got to hear it. Like uh, using all, all of your senses, senses. You, mm-hmm. have to, you have to do that because otherwise. Can you smell it? Ain't that a sense? Yeah, you know, I don't know how you smell it. Okay, you <laughs> said all the senses. I was just wondering. Just uh, four, four to five senses. Okay. okay. Uh, but like, <laughs> a, as you begin to uh, to do that, it, it really challenges you because, like, for me, I would say it, and then I have it on a like on a white head on a whiteboard. That was as I walked up my room, I saw it right there. So it's like I see it. I want to say it, and then I actually begin to hear it. So I begin to find books and do different things that affirm what I am already affirming. Yes. And all of that really does begin to guide you, and and, and it then sets up your like you use the word rudder. Like now, if I'm listening to something, they're saying that, eh, I don't really quite believe that because here's where I am right now. Here's what I'm trying to go to. Um, so, And it keeps you from from that negativity. So you can't hold two conflicting words coming out of your mouth at the same time. I can't say, oh, what's wrong with me? I can never lose weight. Mm-hmm. Instead, I say, I'm fit, I'm healthy, and my body burns fat. Mm-hmm. That's a big difference. How do I feel after I say that just now? Well, my psychology, my state of mind, everything about me starts to rise up to that. When I say I make wise choices, I'm filled with wisdom and balances in my life mm. versus one day I'm going to try to get balance in my life. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I've noticed, too, once you speak it out loud, it helps to kind of the things around you have to mirror what you're saying. Mm-hmm. So that means the people that are now in my life have to mirror that I'm financially wise. If you like to spend money frivolous, like you just go out and whatever that word is, frivolously, there yes. it goes. If you spend money like that, we it starts to just draw a natural separation mm-hmm. because I'm focused on this and this is what I'm saying. You're focused on that and that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's a natural boundary that's drawn. So then the things, your environment now has to shift and react to what you put out in the atmosphere. It just... That's just how that works. Like you continue to speak it, the things around you or the people that you're around. Like I said, I wanted to be, I wanted to grow spiritually. I said that last year. Boy, did I get socked in the face this year. Yeah. The people around me then challenged me to grow spiritually because yeah. that's what I've put out. I'm putting this out. This is what I'm walking in. So I've noticed too that that's kind of a byproduct of speaking out 
the vision along with the psychology mm-hmm. and all of those things that you know that I don't. Mm-hmm. So that's just well, what I've learned. Well, there's spiritual truths too, you yes. know. I I want to be careful because it's, um, I don't want to sound like it's all psychobabble. I mean, it's spiritual truths, yeah. you know, that in, it's hidden in God's word. And he talks about vision and he talks about becoming what you behold. Jesus said that to the blind man. He said, do you believe I can do this? You know, and he said, yes. He says, then become what you be, become what you behold, mm-hmm. become what you believe. So we will become what we believe and what we what we look on. So there's a four laws of focus that talk about this. The four laws of focus say that whatever I stare at, whatever I focus on, I will draw to myself. So we know that what we think about, we bring about. I will draw that to myself. Whatever I focus on becomes larger. Mm -hmm. So I will have more of in my life is a law of focus. Another law of focus is that whatever I focus on feels real, Mm -hmm. becomes real to me. And so no longer a distant impossibility, but it feels real. It feels possible and it feels present. And then what I focus on is what I become. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I would say and that, and that th- those four laws are literally what the Bible constantly tells us to do with God. Keep our eye on him. As we begin to focus on him, we become as we draw nigh to him, he draws nigh to us. As we magnify him, make him bigger than like that's that's what that's what we're supposed to be doing. And it's it's with him. And then when he's bigger, then he plants vision. He and, and then we yes. can begin to be, become more like him. So that's why the first I, I I think a lot of times in these conversations, I always say, like, okay, yeah, but it's like we gotta make sure that we are telling people to focus on the first thing first. Yeah. And the first thing is God, because God is the one that's gonna give the vision, and then from there, then we can take those laws and begin to apply them. Because if you, the reality is, you could apply those laws to something completely separate to God. And we see people in the world yeah, doing sure it do. now, and they're just yeah. doing it, and, and they're succeeding. Um, it does, uh, yeah. There's there's a bunch of stuff out there that you can talk about. Uh, law of attraction, law, all those things, and all yes. those things, there there are they have fruit that that are happening from it. But if we aren't sure to first look at God and say, God, what does your word say about this? And teach me how to utilize this to uplift your kingdom and to do what you've called us to do. Then it could just become like, well, just think it and it'll happen. And and that that's always so dangerous because then what happens if if it doesn't happen, people then begin to feel like, well, God isn't real. It's just like, no, don't confuse what you want versus what God wants. That's why first has to be the God piece of it all. But Right. So you, you want to, anytime that you're talking about vision, anytime we sit with a team or I sit by myself before the Lord with my journal, always with my journal. And I'm thinking, what's the vision for the church? So um, we get with God and we get our journal and we got to be quiet before the Lord and we have to make it a spiritual experience. Uh, today we did some visioneering, which is just talking about the what, where do we see the church in a year? Where do we see it in two years? Can we see it? Can we believe? Can we visualize God for great things? But we have to take that now and submit it to the Holy Spirit and say, okay, this is what we came up with. Does this Is this what you have for us, God? But you got to finish what you said because you talked about the four laws. Let's say all of them. What I focus on, I draw near to myself. Yep, draw near to God, draw near to him. James 4, 8. Yep. Yep. What I focus on becomes large. Oh, magnify the oh, Lord. Oh, magnify yep. the Lord. What I focus on God feels, <laughs> what I focus on becomes real. Oh, yeah. That, I mean, that's the Oh, taste and see that the, the Lord, Lord is, is good. good. Yep. There's, your, there's, your, there's your next sense. <laughs> but, but, right, because you just said people don't think he's real. Focus on God and you'll yep. find out how real he is. Yep. Yep. And then that, what I focus on, I become. Yep. And isn't that it? Aren't yep. we to become like 
God? Aren't we become like Jesus? Christ-like. Christ-like. Yeah. And so we want to look more like our Father. We want to look so focusing on Him. Yeah. But we definitely want to be people of vision. Yeah. Vision is important for forward movement of your life, of your business, your ministry, mm-hmm. um, your relationships. As Dwight just gave a great Google Sheets example. Of, <laughs> North know, Star. Yeah, you know, it's important. It's important to focus on the same the same goal, you know, but you got to know what yep. what that goal is. So, because everybody, I mean, everybody else, like businesses are doing it and they're being successful. It's it's all around us. Why why do we count ourselves so short that we think that our life doesn't need a vision statement? Right. Why do we count our life that the the relationship that we have with our spouses or with our girlfriends or with our children, whatever? Like like why why do we discount ourselves? It, I I believe I'm a Fortune 500 person. Like I know that that sounds weird, but like I'm a Fortune 500 person, which means that like I am, I, I I'm great. Like it, it's not pride. Yeah. It's nope. it's God has de- designed me to be great. So I'm gonna do the things that it takes to to not just be great but stay great. Because you can be great for a moment, but without yeah. consistency, you you're you're a one shot wonder. So it's right. so so that's really what what vision statements allow folks to really begin to focus on that and consistently focus on that and vision statements mold and they change and yeah. goals change and all those things will mold and adjust but if you have the focus of who gave you the vision god god can give you he, he can change it and all that stuff like that right. so. and he's huge and that's the other part that i tell people when we talk about vision the planning like don't limit yourself to what you feel like you can do yeah. in your own yeah. strength yeah. you know if you're right. focusing on him really really focusing on him then dream big just there was a point in my life where i would just ask just throw it out there just see and some of the stuff he gave it to me, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, I don't know." Be what to careful do with what this. you pray for. Right? Yeah, I was like, yes. I, don't, "I don't know what to do with all this." But you know, it's it's important not to limit him. Like, don't limit God at all. Right. If there's anything I can give to anyone, if you're asking or you're putting a vision out there, make it huge. You know, ask for. If you want a thousand member church, ask God for a thousand members. Now, that does not mean that you're going to get a thousand members, right. but don't. But don't think Limit. small because, yeah. you know, it doesn't require faith to think small. And God says without faith, it's impossible to please him. Mm-hmm. So there has to be an element of faith in our vision. Mm-hmm. There has to be something to it that says without God, I can't do this. Yep. Um, I don't want to do this in my own strength. I don't want to manufacture or manipulate something. It's got to be the favor of God. And it's got to be big enough that when it happens, I can't take the credit. I can't take the credit. Right. Correct. All glory has to go to God. Mm-hmm. So he wants us to to think big. He wants us, to, what did he say? Take the stakes out of the ground. Lengthen, strengthen the cords. Lengthen the cords. Get increase mm-hmm. in your mind and in your heart. Believe God for great things. Mm-hmm. And, and so we talked about it yesterday. Joyce Meyer said, I'd rather pray for everything and get 50% than pray for nothing and get 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, 100 percent of nothing that I'm believing for. Yeah. So I think God is not offended by our, us being extravagant with our requests. Yep. He doesn't want selfish motives, mm-hmm. but I think it's not our excess that that displeases God. I think it's our lack, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and for people who are listening who are talented, right, you, you have to be very careful because you're you're talented and so there, there's a difference between being lazy because you can be lazy and ask God for something and it's just like oh wow that appeared to be great like if I was a mediocre musician and I made a, a beast album that really wasn't I mean God gave me the, the ability to do that but like I just started practicing that was it that didn't really that wasn't God that was just me starting to practice but Lord give me blah blah 
whatever whatever else on top of that, we have to make sure that when we're when we're talking about these big goals, that we aren't just using our talent as a crutch to to achieve them. Because at the end of the day, you could take, and I think that's what times a lot of times what happen with people who are talented or talented speakers or whatever. They just they're doing something that they already had the ability to do. They just didn't do it. But vision is something completely bigger, like something like that's what I, when I think the 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 BHAG is like something I can't imagine. I don't even know. Where you get the resources to do it, I don't. I don't even have the know-how to. And then God began to mold and, and, and shape that, which is because talented people we can be. Uh, and I say we because I think all of us in, on, on here are talented in different areas. But let's not limit God to just our abilities because He might be trying to stretch us to learn something completely new. Yeah, that's like, good work. Like Cam could be a, a preacher one day. Keep praying. It's <laughs> <laughs> a big vision. That's that, a real that's, big that's, vision. That was a big one. <laughs> hey, no, that's that's yeah. not out of the uh, realm of, uh, of possibilities yeah. whatsoever. God says, I'll put a word in your mouth. Yeah. You know, yeah. he got a word this year. He might have a word next year. Yeah. yeah. And have a word for the people. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, yes, vitally important for us to have vision and to walk with vision. Without vision, we're going to perish. Without vision, knowing that there's a purpose for our life and a reason for being and something that gets us up in the morning, something that keeps us up late at night, something that makes us want to jump out of bed and hit the floor running, a vision that fills our heart with energy and enthusiasm that we're doing this not just for God, but with God and God's working through us. People need vision. My husband will tell you that working with in wealth management and retirement a specialist, that many people, if they don't have a vision for retirement, besides just golfing, besides sleeping in and doing nothing, the amount of people who die within the first five years of retirement is massive mm. versus those that have a vision for what life will look like afterwards. I want, I want to work on this skill. I want to learn this thing. I want to do that. I want to open a center. I want to start a new business. I want to be an entrepreneur, whatever that is after mm. working. But those that have a vision yeah. will continue to live and flourish. And those that don't begin to atrophy. Mm. And we know if you're not, if you're not growing, you're dying. So vision. Yeah important just like try to go through this life without your eyes i did it one year <laughs> oh, yeah. right before my surgery i was bumping into things i couldn't see anything i was miserable mm -hmm. I, I started living small because i couldn't see and i couldn't function well in the natural that's very true in the spirit it's the same thing mm -hmm. we have to have vision to be able to see our way around this world and what god wants to do with us that's important so yeah. important Amen. 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 All right. Well, unless there's any final words, well, get you a vision, or you're gonna die. That's that's, that's <laughs> pretty much you said. That's pretty much the. There it is. Get you a vision. Okay. <laughs> so, I challenge the people: if you haven't done your vision board, if you have not thought about starting something, writing it down, finding pictures, presenting it before the Lord, what's inside of you, what your desire is or what your desires are that is a clue to what god wants to do in you and through you so don't disregard that pay attention to that pay attention to what makes you get excited and when you have a smile on your face what were you doing just now when you said i'm gonna sing this little song or whistle this thing what are you doing you're you're happy you're you're feeling joyful pay attention to those things but write down your vision make it plain habakkuk 2 2 Write it on tablets. Yeah. Run with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If any of you have visions, like we would love to hear about them. Share them with us. Put them in the comment section. Email us. Like we would love to hear your words, your visions. You know, just let us know any way that we can uh, 
be an assistant. Dwight is the Google Sheets forms person. So if you need any organizational help, it's all here. It is. But yeah, we would love to hear from you guys. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been good to be with you guys. Take us up on it. Share your vision. Write it down. Make it plain. And look what God will do because you're going to get her done in 21. <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's the catchphrase. God there it is. Get her done in 21. <laughs> All right. Well, this is Don Scott Damon with Cameron Green and Dwight Hudson. We're all saying peace, peace out. out.